Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the latest episode of uh, Bible Escapes in Discussion. Today, which will be the first episode in 2021, I've got the pleasure of being joined by Liverpool-based photographer Paul Gotts. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Ewan. Good to be here. Good, thank Happy you. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year, and uh, thanks for thanks for your time and uh, joining me this morning. Obviously, for those of you who don't know, Paul originally I think from uh, the eastern coast, but now living on yeah. the western coast. Um, yeah. He's uh, he's produced uh, a couple of books himself. He's uh, will obviously come to talk about a couple of collaborations he did, Brand New Day and Just Now. Um, but before we get on to that, it would be great, Paul, if you could maybe give a, a brief introduction to your work um, and, and your background in photography. Yeah, thanks, Ewan. Thanks for having me again. Um, well, it quite simply started for me when Janice, my wife, bought us a digital camera in 2000. Um and early on, I got a few more zooped up um, cameras until I finally settled on a Canon 5D Mark III, which I've had for a long time now. And the lenses with it, I've had for a long time too. So I haven't bought any photography kit for ages, really, which is great. Um, and then I started just taking photographs with it, mainly holiday photographs, photographs of a, a young, grown family. Um, and that went on. I had an Apple computer, which I hated. So I got a, a normal laptop, which has been great. And I started storing my photographs on an external hard drive and followed some tips from Doug Chinnery, which I kept going over the years. I actually back up my system, which is really good. Um, so I just took the photographs. And then about um, early 2010s, I got into what was then to my mind like landscape photography, the normal route. I, I bought yep. the um, first light Joe Cornish book. Yep. Um, as everybody seen, lots and lots of people seem to have done. And that was a real inspiration to me, especially some of the technical details in the background and what he was doing with the photographs just blew my mind. But I didn't have enough money to get a big camera and go to fancy places. So yeah. um, that was quite a relief. Um, it went on like that. I bought a few filters for the camera, took stuff again, again on holiday. Um, and then it was, um, it really started to change maybe when I was approaching retirement in 2015, 16, um, yeah. when I, um, I bought the floods by Joe Wright yeah. and that really changed the way I, the things I did in terms of bookmaking, I started that. It changed the way I um, looked at my work and formed it into individual projects with the idea that a book came out at the end of it. Um, and I'm not saying I've inherited any of the skills or abilities with a camera whatsoever. Uh, yep. It just, yep. it's a different workflow for me now than it was. It's a, a, a bit more structured um, and not quite as random. So it's a lot more fulfilling for me, again, without pretending I'm anybody I'm not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I've, I've since then, I, I, up to a few years ago, I was I'd concentrate. I take a specific um, subject quite often. Like I was really impressed with the solograph work Al Bryden did. So I, I, I did some of my own solographs for a year, 
and built those into the first kind of books I was doing after the Joe Wright course. So the um, stab bounding format. Yeah. I um, produced some solographs, two lots of those, I think. Then I was, I did a year on um, intentional camera movements, did a few stab bound books on that, especially on the holidays. Quite enjoyed doing that. Yeah, good. Which I um, published or did a couple of, couple of star bound books on that one. Um, and then I've, I've been increasingly local. You know, I've, I've got um, two, we've got two little boys. So um, I've got to get them into school by nine o'clock and pick them up at half past three. So you don't get much chance to go off wandering. Yeah. So the closer things are to home, the better really. So uh, I've photographing in churchyards around Crosby here in Liverpool um, some of the woods there's a little private wood about five minutes drive up the coast here where they breed um, pheasants I could go in and he said yeah so I've got this little wood with a lot of um, watering holes in it um, which other than the pheasants, the growing pheasants in me is um, undisturbed. So that's a really good place to be. Um, and I go down the beach a lot. We've got a really interesting beach down the promenade, the promenade um, and the northwest coastline from Liverpool up to Southport's covered in dunes, um, rock, yeah, a little bit of rock. Uh, interesting place to be. I take quite a few pictures around the streets. Yeah. I quite like gable ends of houses um, and I quite like Second World War um, remains, bunkers, pillboxes, that sort of stuff, sea defences, coastal defences, anti-aircraft batteries and things like that. We haven't got a lot around here, but it interests me. Um, during that time, in the last five years, I think, the floods was quite a influential books so since then me, me bookmaking is quite taken off so I've, I've spent probably as much time making books as I take the photographs now um, in little fits and starts so um, which has been really interesting I've, I've, I've enjoyed doing it and I've met a lot of new and different and exciting people to talk to about it and get advice and tips from which has been really encouraging. Um, Photography-wise, in the last couple of years, it's been massively influenced by connection with Rob Knight and connected over in um, over in Sheffield. So I've been involved here and there on that, which has been really um, motivating for me yep. um, in terms of taking the photographs and the communities managed to develop. I've really found... Um, I'm settled there and I really value it. Um, and then um, in the last year, I think, well, I um, was getting a bit bothered about me sequencing skills and me photographs, especially building the books. I was kind of just slinging them in at random. Um, so as, as um, that's where we met for the first time, um, you know that. Um, sequencing course run by Rob Knight and David Noble yep. early part of the lockdown um, and again I'll, 
I'll not say it was a success for me, but I really enjoyed it. I think it has made a difference. Just needs to make a bit more of a difference in the future. Yeah. So that interested me as well. I must say right the way through, despite the photography stuff, I've always loved books. So taking photographs and always loving books, it is inevitable. I, I think looking back, I was going to make photo books, but I've, I've always loved books. I buy them all the time, all sorts of books and, and read um, and always have done. So it's, I think a love of photography and a love of books. Well married set. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's it's it sounds like a, a fascinating journey, and I, as you say, the whole bookmaking I, I I got into in the latter few years as well myself. I've not done nearly as much as I really should have, and um, that's largely down to the fact that I procrastinated so much on some of the images I've got. But I'm now hopefully getting to the point that I can uh, start making some new books. But as you say, there's a great online community across the UK and further afield of people who make beautiful handmade books, including yourself. Um, and it's it's always fascinating to see everyone uh, sharing their works in progress or their concept ideas yeah. as as they they have an idea of how a book might uh, might be structured or built or or and and the, the attempts to try and get it to a stage where it can actually stand up or it can actually function in, in a oh, sens- wow. sensible form. No, just the amount of, um, try, you know, you've mentioned it a few times, but the amount of trial and error and yep. design and the hours that go into that and the, the stuff in the rubbish bin is just incredible. And then you see somebody on a, <laughs> you know, on a, um, you know, like like on your, you know, on your Biblia escapes, you, you show the, the video of uh, um, Solace or, something yes. Paul Saunders has done and just you know just ripples open and like that well there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of work even assuming you've got the photographs it's, absolutely um, but I, I, but, I, but the, the, the community is is fantastic there's there's never um if you've got a problem or you want you want somebody what does how does this paper work is this suitable yeah. why why doesn't this work People are really free with the time and their advice, and um, where to get things. You know, where to get where to get that sort of card. Absolutely, um, it's, it's, it's it really is a good community. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought this morning we would talk about um, a couple of books you did, which were uh, collaboration, because yeah. I think it's it's yeah. a really really nice idea, particularly in the current uh, in the current climate as well. We can talk about some of your your own work afterwards, but I thought I thought. You did these back in summer, or the first one was in the summer of last year, nineteen, yeah, yeah. which was yeah. Um, a br- which was brand new day. Um, I think yeah. it was in tribute to uh, Van Morrison, possibly. Yeah, um, yeah. and I th- I thought it was. I remember at the time you 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 kind of approached people on Twitter, social media to to yeah. see if to see if anyone was interested in uh, in undertaking it so just i'd just be really uh, yeah. interested just to get a bit of a background to it and and where your ideas and your your thought process came from it for it yeah 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 it's good it seems a long time ago but it was yeah. 2019 yeah um it started at, at um the idea started at um connect one of the connected um, exhibitions at Patchings. Yeah. 
down in Notting, Notting um, through talking very, very originally to John Ash. Yes. From Harrogate. And then after the thing, I um, had a um, like a um, telephone conversation with Rob and Karen Knight just to test the idea out because I thought I quite like the idea of six people who wouldn't not hadn't or wouldn't normally get their photographs published. Yep. To give them a chance to take some photographs around a given theme so they couldn't just give us any old tosh they'd produced in St Andrews 17 years ago, like yep. I used to do. <laughs> so they had to go out maybe in the fortnight after I'd announced this subject and take some photographs maybe eight photographs yeah. and submit them to me. Um, and then I would pull them together and I'd found out um, at that time I was using Mixum, the online yes. print yeah. um, company that you could actually get these produced for about three pound a copy. Yeah. So even if we just charged five pound for them with a bit of postage, we'd make a little bit of money, but that wasn't the, purpose and then we'd share it yeah the six photographers would get a seventh of a share and i would get a seventh <laughs> so it wouldn't cost them anything but they'd maybe get about 20 quid and i think the photographers from brand new day all got about 20 quid out of it in the yeah. end we divvied it up and um i think most of them i think leslie peatfield yeah was involved with a i think the mine charity so I think most of the contributors in this put the money towards that charity from Les on Leslie's recommendation, which was I think quite a nice touch. Yeah. Um, and then it was an idea. It, it, it was also I I fancied pulling together a document like this, seeing if I could take the files and use them and put them into a format and upload them um, to mix them and get a decent product out. So it was a learning exercise for me. Yeah. Um, and. I then approached, I think I'd done a, I think I had a, a really, um, um, Rob Townsend, again from Yorkshire, did us a little website just to look for it, if there was any interest in, in contributing towards it. And I got the six contrib um, um, people who contributed within about 24, 48 right. hours. Yeah. In fact, there was a bit of a bun fight because some people were really disappointed. Yeah. Um, which was my first problem as the editor, you know, because oh, I don't want yeah. people to be annoyed or yes. frustrated or angry with me. So most of the people that, um, yeah, a lot of the people who got involved in the second one just now were people who'd been frustrated or disappointed in not getting in the first one. Yeah. So I thought up uh, the, um, I, I picked up the Van Morrison lyric, it seems like a brand new day, because I thought, well, that gives you free reign to do whatever you want, basically. Yeah. And within, I think I'd given them all a month to produce the work um, and put them onto Dropbox. I think within a fortnight, I had all the work. Very good. So they were really quick. Yes. They enjoyed doing it. And I think... I don't think everyone did fresh photographs. In fact, I know somebody didn't, but five of them did. That's true. Yeah, I won't tell you any names. No, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, one of them did um, 
then um, I I um, I asked them to do the little biography of themselves. Yes. Of which most most of them were just as quick with it. Obviously, some of them, one of them didn't, wasn't really keen. They had to be kicked into it a little bit. One of them just wasn't interested in writing words. Right. So when I finally did pluck up courage and said, look, I don't mind writing. Do you want me to draft some? Yes, please. Can you draft something for me? So um, all the artwork and all the, the, the words were done pretty quick. And then I just cobbled it together in Word, Photoshop, Lightroom, and then um, made master copies and uploaded it to Mixum, who were um, really good. I'm, I'm pleased with the final product. I think they messed up on 10, but as soon as I told them the the reran those ones, those just um, nice and posted it out, and I was I was really I was really pleased. Yeah, I, I, I think... liked, and I think Jill Leslie it was Jill Reedy, Leslie Peatfield, John Ash, Rob Townsend, Nicola Davison, Reed, and Janet Salmon, and I still. I'm in various degrees in touch with them all. I think they all, I think they all really enjoyed the output. Yes. Um, I think we gave, I think Doug Chinry had given us, paid for two or three copies and only wanted one. So we all did it. I remember and connected all, everybody who was there signing the copy and sending it up to Doug. So we were all really chuffed with it. Very good. Um, um, the second one was the same. Um, what was that called? Just now, John Martin lyric. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember two. Yeah, two of them had been really disappointed that missed out on the first book, <laughs> but it went in exactly the same way. We sold. Oh, let's say we sold about hundred. Maybe, maybe 90 of just a brand new day and we didn't sell as many of just now we probably sold about 45 50 50 yeah. i think um so a couple of people disappointed there a variety and again i think i was keen that it was people who wouldn't normally have the opportunity i was keen that it was um gender balanced i wanted yeah. you know men and women I've got no interest. Well, I I didn't want a white middle class male photography book. I wanted at least 50 50 men and women. Yeah. And I think it's actually yeah. slightly more women than men. Yes. Um, and I think of all the people who approached me, you know, to say, are you going to do another one? Blah, blah, blah. It tends to be more women, to be more men than women. Right. Um, quite quite a strong bias so that's not a um, um it's a shame it's a shame really so that's the way they went um and i haven't done one since because i was trying to i, I wanted to diversify the bit i had a yep. an idea i've had two ideas one about um ex-offenders in um, hostels 
them doing some um, work around their um, experience actually in the hostel. Nothing came of that. And I also had an idea about an unemployed group up in Middlesbrough somewhere, I think it was, them producing some photographic work and one of them, I would in theory show them how to do the editing process and bring the book together as it's something yeah. for them. Again, nothing came of that. So nothing, nothing more. You know, they they were they were there. They've been really I enjoyed doing it. It was yeah. a really, really good exercise. Um, I, 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 th- I think they're both fantastic publications. And as you say, it's great to see half a dozen names and people whose work ordinarily wouldn't be produced into a book shooting their interpretation of the same theme. And I, th- yeah. I think I think it's a lovely idea. And uh, you, you get such a mixed variety of, of work from, from, from six entirely different photographers who are coming at it with different yeah. backgrounds, different experience, different perspectives. Um, and I think uh, Mixman have done a great job. It's it's a really nice publication. Yeah. It's very, yeah. very good quality, nice nice paper, really nice colour reproduction of the work as well. Um, and I, as you say, it's uh, it would have been a great experience for everyone who's participating, but also a good experience for yourselves to for yourself to to pull together yeah. something. And then I'm sure that producing the second one uh, would have been helped by your experiences from from doing the first one. Oh yeah, there's a lot of um, on my side. There's a lot of do do things a lot quicker on the second time round. Um, yeah, but it was I. I I liked it. Um, just, just the fact that um, if you want to take part, you've you've got to go out there and take some photographs. Yes. You know, you, you've got a month to hand in eight photographs around a theme that you think um, answers the brief and yep. is a is a reasonable set of work. It, you know, like I think most of them. Not all of them, but some of them were quite keen about the sequence of it. Some less, you know, some not yes. keen at all. They're happy for me to, to do it. Um, yep. And that's fine. Um, so I think just going out with the camera with, with something with something in mind is is really um, unusual for, it would have been unusual for me to do that. Um, and I think to be... Um, um, getting out the car, walking along the beach, thinking, right, I've, I've got to take some photographs. I want some people on here and I want a fence behind them. And I want I want to see them moving. And I want it in black and white. Um, it's quite quite a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. It's better than just rocking up and deciding, oh, that's a nice something. I'll take a picture of that. Because yeah. the morning you turn up, there's no people walking and the, by the side of the fence so you've got to wait yes well it's unusual and then you've got to think um about the camera speed to show a little bit of motion and um you're not used to taking black and white you're, you're so you've got to think well when i get back um it'd be interesting how they turn out in terms of how i edit it because i've never done it before that's re- for me really um you know gets the 
gets the yeah. brain thinking. So I quite enjoy it. I think they all did. Yeah. Um, I think they all enjoyed writing the words. And um, it, it, it was it was interesting as my role sometimes to, you know, they've written some words and you read them and it, it's um, gobbledygook, you know, confusing in your mind. So then you think, oh, do I just change it and just publish it? Or do I change it? Do I ask them to change it? Or do I subtly revise it and send it back to them yeah. and hope they don't notice? Yeah. Or how are they? And that, yeah. And the photographs were never a problem like that, but the words were because some people are very precious about them and, and others couldn't, don't want to write it in the first place. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it's, then it's, I got robbed. robbed. Yeah. It's, it's one thing uh, taking photographs. It's another thing when you've actually got to write about them. For I think for a lot yeah. for a lot of people, or write about yourself, it's it's an entirely different uh, experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. it'd be nice. It'd be nice to do some more. I'd like to to be as diverse as we, as it could possibly be. So who knows? If anybody's got any bright ideas, let me know. Any uh, any good uh, lyric titles or or song titles? Oh no, no, I just uh, no. In, it's incredibly difficult to get a good lyric title. Yeah. Because yeah. most of them, most of the um, the pop lyrics I listen to are like, well, you try it sometimes, it's really hard. I can imagine. Most of the lyrics are about meeting up with some girl and doing whatever you do. You don't, you don't get many decent lyrics that actually um, you could interpret in different ways. Um, and quite often you go back to some um, song or artist, you think, oh, they wrote really good lyrics. You read and you read them in the cold light of day and you think, no, they're not up to much really. Though. Yeah. So um, good yeah. lyrics are, for me, quite hard to spot. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so obviously you might do another one of those, but you, you're now very much in terms of... Uh, producing your own books and very much handmade books as well um is that yeah, now yeah. is that now really taking you in a, in a new direction and, and are you are you finding your sequencing is uh, is coming together and 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 improving obviously we met on uh, rob and david's sequencing mm -hmm. workshop mm -hmm. earlier on which from that mm -hmm. um i know you worked on uh, fort crosby yeah yeah Lots of questions in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, when um, on my my work on the sequencing course was, as you say, um, Fort Crosby, which is a um, a little part of the coast in dunes up in, in North Liverpool. Uh, the site's really split into two. You've got um, during the first, but mainly the Second World War, Fort Crosby was an anti-aircraft battery. Yeah. And some of the remains are still there. Although being in a heavily populated area, um, they've suffered quite a lot of vandal damage since 1945. So there's not a lot left. And a lot of what has been left has been deliberately bulldozed and sand dunes um, 
left to accumulate on the top of it so that it's not dangerous. Yeah. And then on the beach, um, right next to it, um, um, during the Blitz in the Second World War, when Liverpool was large parts of the dock area were decimated, a lot of the Blitz rubble is being brought up to Crosby and deposited on the beach to um, clear Liverpool and to consolidate the beach, which is subject to erosion. So my project with Rob and David Noble um, was a sequence of photographs around those two sites. Yeah. Um, and I sequenced them um, into two sections, really, the, the dune lands and the aircraft and then the, the beach. And I've can, continued the work since then in two, two separate ways. The sequencing for me is has made a difference, I think, um, which I enjoy doing. I now spend a lot, lot more time on that element than I used to, yeah. which was wasn't yeah. much more than just sticking everything in in a <laughs> in an order. <laughs> so I spend a lot more time now on the sequencing. I still don't spend as much time as I should. Um, I think I'm still more process driven than I should be. I still should leave them for longer on the sideboard and move them around. Yeah. Um, sometimes in my mind, I think, right, well, I've got to do the gluing tonight or something like that. You know, I've got two hours tonight, so I need yeah. to do the gluing or the folding. So I need to spend more time. And I, I've, for the first, I, I really struggle with um, criticism even if it's constructive criticism. So for me to ask somebody um, what to think of this sequence is a real leap of faith for me, which never has never come naturally in any aspect of my life. Yeah. Um, so I did in this, I asked um, um, John Ash, and John gave me some really useful feedback. Um, I sometimes ask Janice. Janice gives me feedback, which I find it harder to take. So it's a real... I've got to, I've got to get a bit more grown up on this and ask, get more people and ask them. Um, and, it, I, is, and is that due uh, to your emotional connection with the subject matter or? No, no. no. Right. No, it's just because I hate criticism. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's it. I think the thing also is, is certain people can provide criticism very very well whereas other people it doesn't necessarily just it's maybe not the way they intend it to come across but there's a very very good way of delivering constructive yeah. feedback and and there's not and i think if people have maybe had experiences in the past where they've just been told no that's that's not any good well yeah. my view my view with it when i'm asked to look at people's uh, drafts and things like that is it's only ever my opinion and it's it's and it's yeah. it's just whatever comes to my eye first of all and it's 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 not right it's not wrong but um it's it just gives people a fresh perspective over over their work which um i can understand it's absolutely it's absolutely essential there's no doubt about yeah. it there's nothing but improvements come out of it it's just my yes i was <laughs> <laughs> I just lost my words. I'm embarrassed. It's, it's nothing about. I just 
if I was playing football and somebody criticised me, if I was, I just, I find it, um, unless I've known somebody and really respect them for like, you know, X years. Yeah. Um, they can couch, if there's, if there's got to be any comment on my work, it's got to be at the end of like 24 paragraphs of saying how marvellous it is and then they drop something in. <laughs> I can possibly take them. <laughs> I'm just an awful person. Um, oh, not at all. I think, I think it's um, human anyway, nature. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. It's really important. I, I also... I think I think if occasionally people ask me, yeah. and I do think honestly I'm not bad given the feedback because I have been on the other side and that it's got to be their work and it, as, as you say it's just your opinion. Yeah. So I, I'm all right on that side. I think it's just receiving. It yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So Fair. anyway, yeah. <laughs> when I came out of Fort Crosby, I'd, I uh, I took. I all the photographs I used in the sequencing course I kind of binned because they'd just been taken in a rush. Yes. Because Robert and yeah. Rob and David encouraged me just to get out there and take some new stuff which I had done. Yeah. So that was yeah. like on a on a quick Sunday morning. So I was shaking with anticipation. So I've been back out there loads in the summer with the tripod, really trying to set things up a bit better. Yeah. And I came yeah. out with about sixty pictures. Um, which I thought were reasonable. Chopped them down to 40, I think, and decided for the first time I would, I wanted to produce a um, handmade book, but I also wanted to carry on with a kind of mixum approach. Yes. Um, so I'd always, although not mixum in the end, I'd always um, loved the. Um, Ian Sargent's books. Yeah. I love all of them. Yeah. But um, there's the one Robert Darsh did on the moor. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 like I had a solid brown colour plan cover, not a printed brown. It was like card. Yes. And I know another one you mean. Yeah, I think Al Braden did one based on a false story, the same, like like a solid colour plan. And whenever I've looked at colour plan covers in um, perfect bound books, like done online, the price had always seemed to be like massive. But then I went to You Love Print and they did a, um, various options on colour plan covers, which only added about 50 pence on the, price per copy um so i thought oh i'll try that so for, I've, i got five copies printed of fort crosby 56 pages with 40 images with what i thought was a nice gunmetal gray cover and some uncoated paper inside 210 millimeters square yeah and my idea was that i would produce that and then see and then do the whole thing almost as far as i could hand-bound myself and see how the two compare. Yeah. So, um, and the, um, the, the You Love Print one, I think I got six copies done because that's the minimum order. It come out as about six pound each. 
Not Which isn't bad. bad. That's not bad at all. So I circulated that. I kept a couple of copies for myself and just sent a few copies out to friends. So it, I quite like it. Yeah, it's, some it's, of the close-ups. It's, it's real. Um, it's real. It was really nice. I'm very grateful that you you sent me a copy. But it was it was really nice to see the work. Having experienced it went back in May during the workshop, it was lovely to see. Uh, a, a completed body of work from you and I think it really came across beautifully the story between the different elements um, that you were you were wanting to portray and, and also the, the print quality and I thought that I thought the card cover was really was really nice I think it's yeah yeah that's very kind of you thank you yeah. no I um, um, I'm just flicking through it now don't know what you think I think if I was doing it again, I think maybe the paper's a bit thick. I don't know. Never mind. Anyway, so yeah. that was that. And then I did um, a, um, um, hand, a, hand, a handmade one. And other than um, the image of one or two of the images, which in the professional one is bled to the edge it's identical just did it with a um um fully sewn 56 pages yep uh, gray cloth end papers um sewn in the traditional way it's on merit fine art paper and um the big difference is um, I think the you love to print product, the print quality is really good. Yeah. But then a couple of weeks, well, just this week, I've gone back to this, the handmade one, the print quality when you do it yourself. I've got like a Epson SCP 600. The print quality of mine is significantly better than the um, yes. commercially one. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but it's like, it's almost chalk and cheese. It's much better. I was really yeah. thrilled with it. Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, when you're printing it yourself, you've got total control. You you're, you can really select a, a very a, a paper, a very specific yeah. paper for the work that you're wanting to, you're wanting to print. And uh, yeah, you can, if you print something out and it doesn't look quite right, you can just go back, print it out again after you've made a couple of tweaks and until you get to the position you're happy with it. So, um, and then did you retain the same number of images as well in, ter in exactly the hand? The same. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So, uh, the, the only difference is in the middle of the, um, the one you've got is like a, um, a close up of some carved rock, which I got led to the edge. Yeah. On the, um, you mm -hmm. love print one on that. I don't like bleeding things to the edge on mine. At yes. home Cause it wastes paper and it's yeah so um, or I, I don't not like it it's just really hard to do yes so I do. and hard and hard to get um, it done well yeah so um i was i was really pleased with the the and I, I don't spend much time on the um when i print them i'm not that I get a bit bored being a long time at the computer. So I, my um, um, 
editing, Lightroom editing follows a video Doug Chinry did a few years ago, like a masterclass in um, Lightroom editing. This the stuff he he put in um, in terms of black and uh, balance, black and white balance, camera correction, yeah, leveling the horizon. Obviously, I don't do very much of that. So, um, as as I said, I was I was really pleased with the print quality. It was really really Very pleased good. with um um and um in fact so pleased with it i'm doing two smaller versions of the one i've the one i've done is like 210 mil square okay, by the yeah, time you bit, put that in yeah. a slip case with millboard it's getting quite it's, it's quite yeah, a handful particularly with 40 odd images in it as well yeah it'll, it'll be a fairly chunky book it's heavy yes so I'm doing two at the moment, um, two, um, I think one four eight millimeter square. Yes. Which just a little bit um, more manageable, but yeah, I'm I'm quite I'm quite pleased with that. And do you think for your future projects, you'll continue down the combination route of doing a handmade version and a digitally printed version, or a, a, I think know? so, yeah, because it it was. Um, um, you know, six copies cost you maybe five or six copies, forty pounds. Yeah. Well, this handmade book I've done there, I wouldn't want to cost out the paper itself. No, it's probably yeah. Probably cost twenty five pound in the paper alone. Never mind the yes. card. Yeah. And the cloth. Never mind my time. Time indeed. Um, so indeed, you can yeah. get five or six copies done for that and send them out and. Um, also, for you know, you can. You're not as precious about it if somebody's flicking through a um, yes. a mixer one as you as you are with with your handbound one. Yeah, that's so. Uh, do, yeah. I think I think it's worked. I, I I quite like it, and I was um the your last podcast I listened to with Eddie Frames on it. Frames, yes. I don't know his name. He was talking about using that Affinity software to produce the artwork for the handmade books and the commercially done things. Yes. So that it's that kind of um, principle, and it it does it does it does work if you know that's where your endpoints are going to be. It's easy yes. to do. Yeah. Um, um, and it it I did the I did it in that order, which I think worked. It's quite nice seeing it coming back from the printers and thinking, um, yeah, that, that looks all right. Um, or, you know, it could be improved here and there by doing this. So when yes. you get into the handbound one, which is the expensive bit, you can just tweak it a bit. Yes. Um, yep. It's quite nice seeing how the colours hang together. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think it. I, I quite like, quite like to carry on doing it that way yeah i i I, for me for me the handmade books they're they become more than just a more than just a collection of photographs it's a piece of art in itself and yeah particularly particularly when you see some of the 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 work that other people and including yourself are producing shona and michaela and marianthe and everyone it's they're they really are beautiful works of art that um 
they, they command and deserve so much more of your time and attention. And it's an entirely different experience looking through something that's been handmade than it is. Yeah, it is. Um, and I know if I was like mentioned those um, in uh, in Sargent's, if you've yes. got like a, a box of them, you just fancy skipping through for half an yep. hour, just you know, with a cup of coffee, just to remind yourself and get a bit of inspiration. Yes, yeah. It's I I would much rather open. Um, you're not going to be flicking through your handmade ones to do that. It's a different. No. Yeah, you're after a yes. different thing. Yeah, absolutely. So to have your own in the in the different formats, I think is quite useful. Yes, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think it's a nice way to do it. And as you say, you can produce half a dozen, a dozen copies through Love Print, Mixam, or one of the other, many others yeah. that do it. And it's not it's not going to break the bank, really. No, no, no. Which I think. And I've, I've said, you know, I think the print quality you do at home is a lot, lot better. But I still think the print quality of these, I've never had any. You know, the only mess up I've had to rectify it straight away, right. the, the yeah. results and the the turnaround and the simplicity of using the, the upload thing. It's yes, it's really easy. I've really enjoyed it. It's been good. It's been good. You can't um can't fault it. Can't fault it, no. Very good. So moving on, I, I'm sure you're an avid collector of books, as you've said, uh, as you mentioned Not as much earlier. as you, but I love books, yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't know about that. There's probably a few people who I've spoken to who have certainly got far more uh, extensive collections than I do and uh, than I will ever have. So um, what are maybe three or four of your, your personal favourites um, that, that sit on your own bookshelf? Well, this one's so good it doesn't even get on the bookshelf. Um, Cub- Cubby's Tarn. Oh, yes, yeah. Joe Wright. Joe Wright. Um, I just think it's... Um, um, the best photographs, the best paper, the best cover, the best smell... The best fold eggs, it's the one. Yeah. The it, text, it. the um, attention to detail, his personal connection with the subject with John Cubby. Um, the amount of effort he's put into the history of Cubby's town, the man himself, the sequencing, the logic. I just think it's a beautiful piece of work. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I think it's a, it's a fantastic book. Um, and as you say, Joe really has paid attention to every element of detail throughout it. And and I think it clearly shows in, in the work of Cubby Star. But likewise, he's he's done a number of books and they're all equally floods you mentioned earlier yeah. on as well. It's I think it's a beautiful book and beautifully printed. I really like the atmosphere that comes across in the images, particularly in floods as well, I think. Um, I think that's really I th- good. Everything he's done and, and the stuff he publishes, whether it's for Al Bride or... Um, yeah. The, um, is it Tom Wilkinson? I think so. But yeah, every, every, everything just he does the, is just such high quality and so yes, much care yes. and attention paid to it. So Cubby's Tarn. Yep. That's probably the very, the very best of it in my world. The second one is um, 
uh, Mark Wilson's book, The Last Stand. Yes. Have you got that? I do indeed. I picked up a, I picked up a copy quite recently of it actually, and I've ordered his yeah. new travel log book, um, um, which I think is, yeah, I think is, is it Eastern, European? Eastern European. Yes. So I'm looking yeah, I've forward seen it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh yeah, the last yeah, really nice. Again, it's it's just. Um, I love the photographs, the subject matter being the war really intrigues me. I love the light, the consistency of the colours and the palette. Um, and I think the um, the forward and the explanation and the um, account of these structures is really, uh, and the referencing is exemplary. Yeah. I love the short descriptions of the um, of the photographs and the site. Um, so Mark Wilson's last stand. I don't know how we afforded at the time, but I've got a signed copy of it. Right. Yeah. And a slipcase. So um, I love that book. And my final one is um, uh, Enclosure by Andy Goldsworthy. Right. Very nice. Hmm. Which I picked up in, um, I've always quite liked them, but I picked it up in a um, in a pub come bookshop in Falmouth a couple of years ago. Um, it's just about his um, various dry stone wall sculptures um, in Yorkshire, in Cumbria. I think it goes up to Cumbria in um, Kirby Lonsdale. Um, a bit different from the other two is I the photographs are all of his installations in various in finished form but also in um, when they're being built all right, and also yeah, in draft right. form his sort of artist sketches of them Yeah, and yeah. so that is interesting and there's loads of text as well in it so it's almost as if the text has been written during the course of the process. It doesn't like reflect back on what he thought about this 20 years ago. So he'll, he'll mention in here that he's a bit upset. Well, he's not upset. He's noticed looking out of his um, window up in this cottage in um, Cumbria where the installation is underneath that it's been vandalized the night before. I think there's one with a snowman um, and as the snowman melts, the, the rocks around it kind of morph and are left as a, re, a resi residue. And he notes one morning that the, some vandals in this country village in Cumbria have knocked the snowman over or something like that. <laughs> but he's not um, annoyed about it particularly. It's just something that's affected his sculpture. Yes. So yes. I like the fact that it's like... The, um, contemporaneous or something like that. Um, but this is one I, um, if we're going on holiday or somewhere, I just want something to look at and read, although it's quite big. I um, I quite often take this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's always something to dip into and it's a, a part of the country I'm reasonably familiar with. So Andy Goldsworthy, um, Enclosure, is- um, Your third choice. Is my third choice. 
as I go on in life, my choices get smaller and smaller. I started off by buying big Paul Strand books this big. Yes. And I can't be bothered yes. to get them out of the um, drawers now. They're just too big. Yeah, there's there's some that are quite big and unwieldy, um, but quite often they can they can be worth it when you open the book up and oh yeah, yeah. And, and enjoy absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I think it's probably just my my lifestyle. It's quite often I'll just have you know half an hour the telly's on and just flick them through a book and yes, the um, you want something that's manageable. This, yeah, not. Paul Kenny with the full length thing and yes. uh, which 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 are I've got two of Paul Kenny's books and they are um, for those quiet moments when there's no children around and they are they are beautiful, beautiful. Indeed, I would agree. Well, thank you very much for your time, Paul. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you about one your collaborations, but two and more importantly, is your own work. I, I really do. Uh, I really do enjoy seeing your your handmade work and what creations you are coming up with next. Um, I, I enjoy making them myself. I find it an incredibly therapeutic process, even if it takes me th three times as long to, to do something yeah. as other people might do it. It's something that you can just do bit by bit, evening by evening. But I, I know when, when you talk about, I know the process, once you get into it, you just want to go into the next part. And it's it's just stepping back to see actually, no, a bit more time on the images, a bit more time on the gloom or something can just make a difference. But it's the it's the enthusiasm and once you start, you just want to to get the end product made and it's uh, giving yourself a bit more time. But well thank you for inviting me. It's been a real pleasure, you it's been a pleasure and uh, all the very best for 2021. Um, I'm sure it'll yeah. be certainly different from 2020. Yeah, it's, you know, it's easy. we should say I hope it's better than 2020, but so far it doesn't seem to be. Um, let's just keep take care and keep safe. Absolutely. Thanks very much, Paul. Cheers. Thanks, Ewan. Cheers. Cheers.